with another episode of the Gentleman's Podcast, the Gentleman's Club Podcast. I'm here with my two co-hosts, SB and Mike. We got these two beautiful ladies here for their part two. Uh, you already know how we coming. Before before anybody forgets, if you don't know, you you must know. Shots up, cigars up. I ain't got none this time. My cup, yeah. Esme, what you, you sipping on? You got a nice little fancy glass. I'm about to say he real classy today. Yeah, good old he, he classy. He a little bougie. He a bad bitch today. Yeah, a bad bitch today. Hey, look, <laughs> they say pinky up. The pinky today. Uh, I ain't even gonna lie to you. I don't want this shot. I don't want it, but I'm gonna take it. You gonna take it, nigga? Call us. Hey, shit, ladies, go to introduce yourself one more time. We get straight into it, man. Please. I am Destiny again. Same person from last week. <laughs> she just got a bunch on her scarf on this time. Oh, yeah. Rough night. Thank you. Okay. Oh, man, rough night is a good night. But, um, let's see. <laughs> I'm uh-huh. honest. Yes. Nice to meet you guys. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Hey, by the way, just in case y'all didn't know or y'all didn't pay attention there, uh, their Instagram tags are gonna be at the bottom right of the screen. So if y'all want to follow them, make sure y'all follow them. Look for the names in the uh in the video. Because I'm the flower yeah. child, two E's, two R's, two D's. And just in case y'all didn't know, yeah, she said that. She said that. I had to hurry up and get past that. You are such a hater. No, you wild up. But just in case y'all didn't know, these lovely ladies are gonna come with y'all, come to y'all with a surprise. Soon, and y'all better tune in. That's hopefully, hopefully. We'll talk about hopefully. that shit later today. No bullshit, they be bullshit. But let's kick it off. Not too much on us. Not too we're much. Gonna, we're gonna kick it off real, real, real gangster today. Our first topic is gonna be: Daddies can quit, but mothers can't. How y'all feel about that? I'm here for it. I love that topic so much. Okay, I can't agree. Right I said you can pop it on since you're here for it. So I feel like, like you know, as time goes on, generally I feel like the dynamic of parenthood change. Like I don't think it's as much gender roles now with parenting. But I think when this became a thing, it was more so that moms are like this. They're like the. I ain't gonna say the dominant parent, but dads have the opportunity to pick up and go if they want to. I'm not saying that they do or that they should or that they, you know, but it's just that easy for them. You know what I'm saying? Mom is the nurturer, so it's just it's just stagnant that the mom is there. So when you go through things, like let's just say you go to court, baby gets sick, baby gotta get signed up for school, most of the time it's the moms doing that stuff. So when they say those things, I just take it as that. The mom has the leader role when it comes in parenting. The mom has the bigger role. The mom is the one that's expected to do these things. It seems like when dad do stuff, it's a plus. Now, mm-hmm. I don't think that that's okay. I just think that that's the world we live in, the generations we live in. You know, we live in a time where moms do more. Okay, I want to play devil's advocate as a woman. I like though. it. I like it. Okay, so as a woman, like, I'm going to play devil's advocate because I've seen it firsthand where, like, I'm gonna speak on Georgia. A lot of times they'll give custody and award the mom with more opportunities than they will a man. Like you can you have women that are on food stamps, rental assistance, this, that, and the third. 
but they their child is actively with their dad, but they're reaping mm-hmm. the benefits. You know what I'm saying? So it Very is. I feel like the mm-hmm. system is rigged in the mom's favor off rip. Yeah. Because I know plenty of men, just as being one of them, but I know plenty of men that are doing above and beyond what a mom is doing. The mom is like, I put them in the house and they they got food, but clothes, you don't know your child's shoe size. You don't know what medicine she like, what medicine she don't like, her favorite snack. Like, you're not helping with homework. It's it's a lot of women that's like that, though. It's a lot of women that that had kids just to say they had kids with this person. But they're not taking care of the child. But it's a lot of moms who who do do their job. But as devil's advocate, the system is rigged in the the women's behavior. I mean, not behavior. behavior. I feel like we just had a conversation that moms could be deadbeat too. I know a lot of very 100% active dads. (laughs) I know a lot of dads that take higher and better role than the moms. I do think it has to do with how the system looks at it. In 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 the world of 2022, I feel like dads are stepping up and I feel like dads are taking a better role than moms. I see some great dads and some super deadbeat moms. So I don't agree with it. I just think the way that they look at it is that moms are the ones that's always doing things. But okay, because can we talk about that McDonald's video? Yeah. Cause that oh that pissed me off. So and I was just about to say something about that. So I hear you. But realistically I don't think it's easy for any man to just walk away. Because a man who wants to be in his kid's life ain't gonna walk away. Period. Ain't gonna walk away. It comes down to knowing who you sleep with when you sleep with that person. If you're gonna Mm -hmm. sit here and say that it's easy for a man to walk out of a kid's life or walk out of the family's life, that means you knew who the fuck you was dealing with before you even got in the bed with him, laid down with him, let him knock you up. I I think that when you watch movies or TV to see what they make parents out to be. And when you actually become a parent it's different. So we can talk for nine months about what type of mom I'm going to be, what type of dad you're going to be. But the moment that that baby is here and the role of responsibility of parenthood kicks in, sometimes it becomes too much. It's not everything that the being on TV. It's not always, you know, glitter. Yeah. And butterfly. People show you who they are. You just got to pay attention. Yeah. They're going to always show you. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's like- a fact. Like, that's a fact. I was a I was a single somewhere. father for the first three and a half years of my son's life before me and my baby mother got on good terms. He went back out there. He's going to school in a better school system. It's a parenting decision I had to make. But for me, I made it my my responsibility to bring him back home with me. It wasn't say that she wasn't capable of doing it, but even though we both needed growth, I knew what he had back here in Georgia versus what mm-hmm. he had out in Virginia at the time. So part of mm-hmm. my reasoning for bringing him down here was because one, I didn't want to go without seeing him, even though I know somebody has to sacrifice that time for the time being. But my responsibility was solely with my son. If I know he has more of a support system here, he got three grandmas, he got two granddads, he got aunts, great aunts, great grandmas, he got uncles and aunties everywhere, and everybody is going to financially support him. And he has the other the the other bounds of limitations that we can cross because now he's not limited to just his mom and maybe some friends out in Virginia. You know what I'm saying? So, like, my responsibility a lot a little bit heavier. But then I also got to say, you got to look at a nigga like Jock. Jock still has his son. Cam is my nephew. And he's been with Cam from the day that he was born up until now. We're not going to ever sit right here and say anything bad or negative about our children's mother because at the end of the day, that's who they are. But that man's been doing exactly what a lot of females feel like, not saying y'all too, but a lot of females feel like we as men can't do. It's a lot of them saying, like, we'll fall under pressure and it's like, you look at me, I didn't fold once. Yeah, I had some hardship, 
but I made it through. Now I'm on child number two. Jock is still going through the shit. Jock is still a single father. Ain't no woman in the house uh, helping him take care of Cam. It's just him. It's him and Cam every day. He pick him up, take him to school, pick him up from school, take him back home. They going out doing stuff. He ain't sitting on the game 24-7 like he doing his thing. And that's what I did. But you got niggas out there who really like that. But for the niggas, again, this is just my personal opinion. For any nigga that can just walk out of that kid's life, he wouldn't really in the business for having a kid. He probably slipped up and nutted in you, but that don't mean he really wanted that shit. That means he just, yeah, he found an easy way out because technically speaking, he, he can just walk away. But I can't sit right here and say, ain't no mother going to walk away because mothers walk away too. Mothers walk away all the time. Right. There's, there's a such thing as deadbeat mothers. I don't know where the stigma is that it's always mom or dad. It's, this is stuff I've seen plenty. When I was growing up, I had a my homeboy. And for a long time, we didn't know that he was going through it. We just thought that he did what the fuck he wanted. Like his parents just didn't care. But in reality... That nigga was he. He got left in the apartment by himself. Yeah, it happens, bro. And and the thing is, like, and daddy left. Yeah, and, and the thing is, like, we're not protected. Like, like the me, the me and Jock. Not to say Mike don't take care of his kid. But Mike take care of his kid too. He just hasn't. He he hasn't gotten to the point where he had to experience single fatherhood yet. But mm-hmm. for me and Jock, we get overlooked and we we get. I pray I don't have to. Yeah, I know. But like me and Jock had to go through some shit and we actually got to the point where we are now. And it's like, we're not protected the way a single mother would be protected. And we're also not protected from people who, who throw these scenarios and throw these uh, generalistic ideas. And I guess these superficial uh, society rules to where they feel like a man can just step out and do whatever he want and go wherever he want, whenever he pleases. But you got mothers out there doing the exact same thing. And just because their mother doesn't exclude them from any, any negligence, negligence on their end too. Like th- these motherfuckers are moving away faster than we are now, and yes, there were a lot that's of, a lot of crazy kids. women now. Yeah, like, yeah, like a lot of women are mentally checking out and not physically checking out. Then, so like instead of them saying them. I don't want this child, they're abusing these kids, whether it's yeah. physically, mentally, and that puts way women more of a toll on them than you walking away. Like you walking away is probably like the best thing you can do sometimes, and I don't think people get enough credit for that. Like, but it's also yeah, it's a hard decision to walk. Yeah, it's a hard decision to walk away. But sometimes that's the best thing you can do for a child. If like mentally you know yeah. you're gonna cause this child trauma, it's okay to go. You know what? I can't do this. Am I right sober versus keeping them in the house? Like that lady on the news who was uh, her kids just escaped and she's abusing them, making them ble- drink bleach and everything else. Like your blood, like your child, like. That came out of you. You but, like you want them to do that? Like you, why? You know, you know the crazy thing okay. I feel, like I feel like sometimes it's okay to walk away because and I'm not saying walk away like just leave the child, but sometimes you gotta walk away from a situation. And that I feel like it stems back to that whole like people be like, Oh, I gotta be with them because we got kids. Don't don't, you don't, don't put your don't put yourself in a position to have kids. Not, you do not, not even that, you don't have to be with nobody because y'all had a kid. Like, that is not, that is not a thing. Both of us don't need to be together to raise this child. I can't, I can't I think that. the whole walking away thing, bro. I'm sorry, I can't. I, 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 hear yeah, I think I that when you're a parent. I'm saying walk away from the, the situation, yeah, but like, still take care of your child. But, but, that, but that's the thing, that, that's not even, that's not even a topic. That's, that's what I'm saying, because like, the way it's, the way it's being worded right now, it, it almost feels like 
it's almost like y'all justifying why people walk away because like when people walk away from their family they're not just walking away from the person they were dealing with a lot of times they're walking away from the children too whether it be for a couple months a couple of days or even for the rest of their lives like i just like if you no, want to say like i'm gonna separate that, well, let me not misconstrue what i said let's not give me a mic misconstrue i'm saying it's it, it it is people that need to walk away from the job because mentally they're causing more harm but, but that's what I'm why would why would that be justified to walk away from child i mean i get it you can separate but to walk away and just leave like it sounds to me like y'all are saying walk away and just stay out of the child's life yes absolutely so you saying like that lady who just was abusing her kids she shouldn't have walked away from her kids she absolutely should have before it got to that point let me ask you a question and this this one's some crazy shit right if if somebody had kids right and financially and mentally they can't take care of these kids i would rather you put the kids in an adopted home and walk away than to drag these kids through shit and now they fucked up for the rest of their life. I personally feel like these motherfuckers should, just shouldn't have kids. If y'all know y'all not capable, stop having sex, stop sitting around. Like, I, once you're a parent, I don't care about that shit. Like, I'm a parent now. Like, there's nothing in me that feels like I accept that shit. I accept that shit. But you gotta be let, let me ask you how to use your kids. Let me ask something general. Let me ask something in one instance, in one instance, as a mom that I got two kids, I got one that I was raising by myself, and then I have another with my boyfriend now, but he was there with my oldest too. So in the instance that I was a single mom, for that time I was a single mom, and you bear 100% of responsibility of parenthood on yourself, and that becomes overwhelming, very draining, very overwhelming, very tiring, like you're just not yourself versus having a co-parent, whether it's the parent that birthed them or the parent that stepped up or whatever the case may be. Despite anything about parenting where you're 100%, 50% or whatever, I think that it becomes a thankless job. It's very overwhelming. It's no rules to it. So, you know, you're it's like you're winging it a little bit. Even if you're good at it, bad at it, whatever, you're winging it. I feel like at the end of the day, there has to be a little bit of slack on the toll parents take. So whether you're a good dad, whether we're Burnside's, percent of a dad or we are the most negligent parent ever i feel like everybody knows who they lay with number one not just the woman i mean not just the woman knows she lay with the man the man knows who he lay with with the woman too because like we said there's deadbeat moms yeah. second of all you know i think that 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 job of being a parent period is all time like it's nothing you'll ever be thankful for it's nothing that there's rules so you you don't you know you're every day is a new day, every day is, so i'm saying that to say the the job of a parent ultimately, but despite how you feel about the co-parent, it's going to affect the child regardless. Whether you're a good parent's going to affect the child, whether you're a bad parent's going to affect the child. The child is the sole priority responsibility. So at the end of the day, whether you're a good parent or a bad parent, whether you're a mom or a dad, the child is responsibility. I feel like if the dad walks off and leaves everything on the mom and she's a great mom and the kid turns out to be a great kid, okay, who do we think? We think the mom or we think just both our parents? Or if the dad's a great dad and the mom walks off and we don't have no mom, who do we think? Do we just think the dad because the kid turned out great? I feel like at the end of the day, whoever is raising a child, whether it's the mom or the dad, the child, the more so point is the child is the, what are we getting at? The child is the... That's the most important thing in the co-parenting. It ain't about the mom. It ain't about the dad. It's only about the child. So despite who raises it, whether it's the grandparents, our uncles, mom or dad, 
the child is a moral responsibility. I don't think that there is one over the other saying who raises the child better or who raises the child more. I don't think the mom could or should walk out. I don't think the dad could or should walk out. Because I think in this day and age that we're in, dads are stepping up everywhere. Dads right. are becoming great parents. They're not getting enough credit for it, but they're becoming great parents. And I so, think that the impact of them being in their life is, is changing the kids too. So let me ask you this. And this for SB and Jock, because I know we, we did a podcast on it before. Both y'all y'all both grew up without dad, right? Yep. Correct. So and and at some point somebody else stepped up. Correct. So to speak. I mean, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, no? Yeah. I, I had I had uh, male figures around me that I kinda looked at as a as a father figure. Get a, uh, get a man figure, but so, real... let me ask y'all this. Would y'all have rather y'all dad stay, or are y'all grateful for the people that stepped up? Oh, I don't uh, fuck about the father. I'll take, like, I'll take this one. I'm cool. I'll take this one, Esby. Uh, as far as my biological father, I'm glad he did. Because after I met him 20-something years, 20 years later, you know what I'm saying, he went shit. Uh, my step-pops that stepped up, I'm glad he stepped up. So that's 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 the point. That's the point I'm getting at is now, but but at the same time, I can't go back and rewrite history because I don't know if uh, you know what I'm saying. I I see what I see what situation I was put in. Right. I remember, you know, being young, wild, and free, no kid, no nothing, and having the, the time of my fucking life. And then I find out I got a child on the way, and my mental kicked in. I remember. Yeah. I remember my brother being young, wild, and free. Super young, got that. Super young, wild, and free. Living his best life. College football player, all that good shit. Finds out he has a kid on the way. Locked everything down. And been doing it since. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't, I don't know how, I don't know if, if that mental for him, like, if it would have kicked in for him, I can't say, like, I don't know what he would have did. Because but, I see how he... See how we turned out, but the way the way the the way the cards was dealt, and the way he played his hand, I wouldn't change nothing. First, that goes back to what I when I said people show you who they are. You just gotta pay attention. One, bro. Even if he was stayed, no, we don't know what type of father he would have been. But he left. Y'all had another figure. And y'all grew up differently than whatever the fuck was going to happen if he would have stayed. So now y'all are two both. And that's a shout out to Eli too. Y'all both are great fucking fathers because of what y'all have been through. That's like me and SB. SB taking a boat, all his kids. And he's a great fucking father. How many is all his kids? That sounds like a lot of kids. How many is all his kids? You know, all sound like four or five. That sounds like a lot of possibles out here. Shit. He said, he said, yeah, he changed that. He went from both to all. That's a lot of kids. No, but he took it. I didn't know. I didn't know if it was two or three. That's why. But he take care of both his kids. Bro, so, do you guys think that? Okay, so I want to just use the example. What if you have a you have two parents? You know, both your parents, and your dad leaves. 
Okay. And then when you get of age, let's say 18, 19, he comes back and y'all have a conversation about how he just explains he would have been no benefit. Like he didn't have to be asked. Maybe he was a weekend dad or maybe he was every other weekend dad or whatever. But he explains he wasn't 100 percent dad because he couldn't. You know, you he had try. nothing to offer. There's nothing he can give to you. You know, he tried his best. And it is what it is. Me, Does that make this. a difference? Does that make him this. a better it dad does. for Lee? It I think it depends, depends on the person, but for me, yeah. Yes. I think because it depends on the person, but for me, yeah. You from him not being there or making the mistakes to where he could have messed it up and then him not being there at all could have... The you most, know, how, how does that, I mean, especially being a guy, you know, so, I guess dads are more of an impact. I'm not going to lie to you, honestly, if, if I had went through that, like, I didn't go through that. My dad was just locked up, but when he wasn't locked up, he was here. But. Same. <laughs> yeah. If I would have went through that, coming back and telling me why, but then, like, us, like, re, you know, like, rekindling, I wouldn't have had an issue because. At least you were man enough to come back and tell me why. Because mm, so honestly, because honestly, what could you? What could a nigga do if financially he broke, mentally he not here, and physically he 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 just not there? So mm-hmm. what could what could a nigga do for a child? So let me let me, like, let me think, about think about how much we give our kids, and if we. If we don't have it, what do, like where does it come from? Let me explain something, bro. As a man, I'm not going to allow man. another man to make an excuse for another fucking man who who decided not to make an effort. You can make efforts as a parent in a million different ways, and the one way you do not make an effort is by retracting your parenthood. You can't go in saying, "I'm trying my best. I'm trying my best." My kids. Six years old, I need to disappear because I'm just not going what to happens when the best is good enough. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but what? It yeah, matter. it does matter because what? Then you're bringing nothing but negativity at that point. If you have nothing, I'm not saying to disappear. I don't agree with the disappear act. I take parents very serious. I don't agree with the quitting. That's what it looks like when a parent that's just leaves. It's, it's they're quitting. quitting, and that's not fair because it's an innocent kid. I get that part. But what I'm saying also is, if I'm bringing. When I say nothing, I mean nothing. I'm benefiting this child. It's like I'm a babysitter. I'm not what buying is. you nothing. I'm not taking you nowhere. I can't provide anything for you. I can't even you know, fucking. It feels like I'm absent. I'm, I'm there, but it feels like I'm absent because I'm I'm giving you nothing. I can't support you financially. I can't support you physically. I can't support you mentally, but I'm here. But I'm why, right why here. Is it, why is it all just put up? Why can't we accept the fact that sometimes we maybe have to blame the other parent too? Because let's say I'm in a, I'm in a committed marriage right now. And mm-hmm. my wife knows that at this point in time in my life, I'm probably not anything close to a father. It almost feels like I'm obligated to do something that I don't want to do. It's almost like us going to our regular nine to five job. It's not something we want to do. We'd rather have $15 million to have our own shit moving, right? So in the process of my wife sees that I'm not a good man. And I'm like, you know what? I need to move away from this because this ain't what I want. This ain't what I can do. This ain't, this ain't, this ain't, this ain't. Ain't it her responsibility to also tell him, I don't care what you do. But the one thing I do need you to do and understand is you need to actually be here for this child. No, you may not be able to do anything financially. You may not be able to do anything else. But the one thing you can do is try to be proactive. Because the example y'all give, it sounds to me like it's just like acceptable to let a nigga walk away from not even trying. It's not, not really acceptable, trying. but it still has a benefit. You got to look at the benefit that comes out of it. It still has a benefit because as a parent, and I had a co-parent that was not shit and not doing nothing, I feel like you a leech now. I'm taking care of the kids and I'm taking care of you. So now you're just adding on to my to my stress. 
But like, you go get yourself together, do what you gotta do, give it some time, and then you come back and get yourself together. You, so, you need to benefit us as I a think whole. It's a communication thing. So I think that's what you're getting at because yeah, she's right. saying what's, it's not okay to just walk saying? away. But if you can communicate, I'm fucked up right now. Well, I need time to get this together. It's different versus what you just right. saying I'm out. So, right. Let me, let For me no ask reason. A simple question. Let me ask a simple question. The simple question is, what's so hard about saying I'm going to let you go live your life? All I need for you to do is come and see your child for at least at least once a week and just have a five or ten minute conversation with them. It may not be about a lick of shit. You can talk about the last basketball game for all I give a fuck. But you need to go see your child and at least have one ten minute conversation with this child and then go about your life until the next week. But then what does that benefit? Who's to say that's going to help? Oh, it may be worse that they do that five to ten minute conversation because then it gets to well, why he don't never take me nowhere? Why we can't go do nothing? Why he only like it, it, you don't think it can it get, gets, actually get to that point because he's learning, he's learning who his child is forcefully. Given, I understand you don't want to force a parent to do anything, that you it's do. not gonna make it connect, yeah, but it doesn't benefit anything that becomes stagnant at that point. You come in for a year, yeah. five to ten minutes, and have a conversation oh. once a week, and it hurts the child more because every time they see him. I'm speaking from my chest because I this is this is my life, right? I didn't have my father until I was 11 or 12 in the hospital about to get surgery for almost something very deadly for me. My father, that was the first time he ever showed face into my physical life where I could actually see him and acknowledge who he was. Since then, he's done absolutely nothing but buy me a pair of Kooji pants and a fucking can of chicken noodle soup when I had the fucking flu and gave my mom what? Maybe a dollar or so in fucking child support? All I needed him to do was come to a basketball game. All I needed him to do was have a simple conversation with me. It didn't have to go far. Just have the conversation with me. It would have done me better. But instead, I'm going to search out for all these other niggas to see exactly who the fuck I want to be because I don't really have an example outside of my mom. My mom but was a oh, made everything but happen. But at the end of the day, that nigga didn't even try to make a fucking effort. That's what I'm saying that these kids need. I'm not saying bro. force a nigga to be in a child's life, force all this negative energy, but nigga, you gotta fucking try and the other parent gotta hold that other parent accountable. No, bro, because you can't you can't say that and then that because right now, right, you in the mindset you're saying like he didn't do shit for you. But have y'all ever had the conversation of what like what happened? Try to. He won't. He all he want to do is play the blame man. I don't want to hear the blame man. I want to know what, what he did. And that's and and as a man, he has to come to terms and say, "Look, this is what the fuck happened." That's what gotta happen. But as a child, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. You wanted to the come to the basketball game, uh, have a conversation. But at the same time, bro, him having a ten minute conversation with you once a week is damn near the same as him not being there because you are gonna see him once a week. For ten minutes, me. Still not Who doesn't it make a difference to? Does it not make a difference to you, or does it not make a difference to me? At that point, bro, at that point, it's personal. So it doesn't. I mean, honestly, everything we're talking about is perspective. How is that? My life, my life is going okay, but how does it not benefit me if I'm telling you that's all I wanted? There's other kids who were like me too. That's all they wanted. It's, it's, it's like I said, it boils down to honestly the conversation we have in this perspective because I don't see it as beneficial, don't mean it won't be beneficial to you. Mm-hmm. So, so we can we can agree to disagree we on this. Point. Uh, move on to the next one. <laughs> I 
Because y'all very passionate. I'm just expressing the point. Like, I just don't want y'all to feel I'm just trying to be, I'm, I'm intentionally trying to be one side. I just want y'all to understand, like, there are other people who have different perspectives, just like you said. But, I mean, somebody got to be able to have a voice somewhere. I don't get to speak out about no, that kind of shit. I'm not saying that, bro. I was just, it. I think despite however so, everybody was up wrong, because I like to think I hang around a lot of good parents. Like, all my friends are very good parents. But yeah, I like yeah, to think sure. that the way we all, we all got a story, and I feel like the way everybody was brought well, up shows how they become a parent. Like, you have a bad childhood, you want better for your kids. You was asking, your dad was asking with you, you become a better dad. Like, I just feel like the losses we took as children become the gains for our children. You understand what I'm saying? Like, we become better parents for our kids due to what we lost with our our parents. I'm glad you stated that. I'm so glad you stated that because uh, I look at it like, shout out to my biological pops, for real, for real. Because the way he was absent, it taught me way more than he, uh, he, uh, he understands. Mm-hmm. Because he was so absent, is that's what makes me the dad I am today. Yeah, you're super present. Like, I'm super present. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, um, I'm literally every morning I wake up with my son. Every single morning. There's not a morning I don't wake up with him. Other than other than deployment, other than me going on the deployment, I've been there every single day. Uh my cup. You said what happened? I had to refill my cup. Oh, by me. You know, uh, but because of his absence, like literally. Everything he did, and 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 I am that guy that reached out to him. I was what twenty, maybe twenty one years old. I reached out to him, and I was like, "Yo, what's up? Like, what's what? Why did your mind click the way it clicked?" I want to see what what DNA that I have in me that makes me me. I reached out to him, and when I seen what kind of man he was, I was like, "All right, cool. You know, I'm gonna step back." But that also fueled me even more to be that parent. Like, there is not a day, like, let's say we pick up today. I got to go on a deployment or something. Or I got to go overseas or whatever. And I got to drop my son off to his mom. I bullshit you not. There's not one day in this world that my son is going to be like, daddy wasn't there. Not one day. Not one day. That's, that's, That's the parent I'm wired to be. Like and, and and SB, you know me personally. Mike, you know me. Uh, Des, you know me. I'm I'm a one hundred percent like I love these kids, but fuck them kids. <laughs> I'm I'm that guy. I am that guy. You nah. hear me? Like I'll, I'll, I will. Kids. We we can literally be partying, having a good time, and I'm gonna look at you and I'm gonna say, "Man, fuck them kids." But at the end of the day, my kid is what I have. Mm. That's my responsibility. My son didn't ask to be here. Not at all. He he never, he never asked to be here. So with him never asking to be here, I'm gonna take, I'm you know, I'm gonna make sure he's good. He stay in a he stay in new shoes, new clothes. I make sure he eats good. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I read to him every night. You trying to adopt me? <laughs> <laughs> but but the moral of it is, I like the new shoes. Like, I want new clothes. <laughs> man, shit, I want new shoes and new clothes too. What you mean? No, I ain't no, my it's been about two years. Most what, of, what most I'm saying, um, fathers create good fathers, and it's not like it's somebody that's taught, but it's somebody that what he didn't do, 
or the things that he didn't do, I'm going to. That's that's literally that's my that's my that's my aspect because like er, all uh, all of y'all who have kids can can attest to this. This this being a parent thing is you learning every single day. Yeah. Like, there's not a day that you're not learning. And if even it, when you if you not learning, you doing something wrong. Well, 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 there's, there's, I mean, there's a day, there's days where you like think, you know, shit easy, you know, shit, mm-hmm. shit goes well, shit goes well for you. But nine times out of 10, it's something so simple that that kid said to you that just makes you grow as a person. Mm. It just makes you grow. That being said, uh, I'm still learning. I'm very well learning every single day. However, yeah. the stuff that I already know. It's based on what my mom did and then what my biological father didn't do. Right. The the stuff that he didn't do, the football games, the wrestling matches, the uh the graduations, the the just the the regular shout out before for bringing straight A's into the house. The stuff that he wasn't there for, I'll make sure that I am there for. Like my son comes home every day. I ask him, you know, when we on our way home, we taking our ride to the house. I say, what you learned in school today? And he tells me his whole day. Not the wrestling matches, nigga. I beat you up. <laughs> you will not. But uh, you know, I got to start with the bullshit. Yeah, yeah, I know. But uh, what I'm getting at is like, my son literally tells me his every, his whole day every day. And no matter what, no matter what, like. Even the other day, I just got a text from his uh, teacher where she was like, "Oh, your son was uh, drawing on." Desk. He he wasn't drawing on a piece of paper. He was drawing on his desk. So I asked him about it. He tells me about his day. That he tells me about his whole day, including that small part. The one thing I tell him every day is, "Good job, son. I'm proud of you." So let me ask you a let me ask y'all a question then. What's your idea of a of a perfect relationship? Like, what's your fantasy relationship? No romantic relationship. There's no yeah. such thing as What's your idea of a perfect relationship? No such thing. To me, I get what he's saying. Um, Everybody's flawed. Ideal, like an ideal relationship. Yeah. What's your ideal relationship? Um, I mine's are small. I'm not a really. I'm I'm simple. I just I'm very I'm an emotional emotional person. So I'm very big on like communication. I need you. I know you heard what I said, but I need you to comprehend what I said. I need you to put what I said into action. You understand what I'm saying? I need you to reiterate what I said. I'm big on reassurance. For some reason, being an insecure person, I'm big on reassurance. And I think, I don't know. I think those are the big things for me. I know. Communication and reassurance are big for me. I think we live in a world where that that stuff is very important. I think I think okay. So let me my my idea of an ideal relationship is like when we're happy, we're happy around each other. And when I say that, I mean even when we're upset, we're communicating so we can be happy. Even when things are bad. Us two out of everybody in the world make each other happy. And when I say shit like that, I mean no matter what the fuck going on, don't nobody else know what's going on in our relationship. It's us. It's us against the world. I don't care if it's my mama, the kids, my daddy. It's us against the world. 
because at the end of the day, I got to come home and deal with this person. So shouldn't nobody else have a, a say-so or an opinion what the fuck I'm going through? And vice versa. My ideal relationship is literally us against the world. You should be my person. I should be yours. Yeah. No, I feel like we all have our own list things we expect out of a relationship. Uh, but for me, um, outside of like the nitpicky stuff, it's just being able to be vulnerable and communicate like openly. Like I should be able to say any and everything without fear of how you gonna respond, how you gonna react, like it should be that much of a safe space. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like with your friends, you you can and I and, and we had a conversation last week about why it's hard to lose friendship sometimes because you find a person that you could truly be safe and vulnerable with and it's taken away. We don't live in a world where we have safe and vulnerable spaces. So for me, I need that out of my partner. Like I need to be able to feel like I can say how I feel. I can vent to you and I don't need you to respond all the time. Sometimes I just need somebody to hear it just to get it out of my head. So that's it for me. Like outside of, like I said, the nitpicky stuff, like me liking flowers and wanting dates and stuff like that. But being able to be absolutely vulnerable, like my truest self and, and and so in a safe manner, like you're not gonna yell, you're not gonna, we're not gonna be throwing stuff at each other because I did that already. Like it's no fun. Like and it's stressful. And it is more. It is beyond stressful because I don't want. I don't want a person that I got to fight tooth and nail with to prove my love, and I don't want a person to feel like they got to fight in tooth and nail to prove their love to me. I told y'all last week, if I got to fight or compete with another person. Choose that other person. I'm not doing that. Right. You know what, like, the, my person is? second choice. You know when somebody's like, you're my person? Yeah. Thanks, Anatomy. Like, Shout out. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like that's how all... Oh, your shit. Yeah, that's my shit. I feel like that's always been my way of looking at relationships from, from then on since I watched that. Like, that's all the way I look at stuff. Like, you're my person. Like, if I'm at a 10, you know how to bring me down. Or, like, you know... Especially like, cause I always look at relationships as I want to be a friend first. Like we got to be friends outside of this. I think sometimes with relationships, you get so lost in the love part that you don't realize the friendship part is important too. I think like me and my boyfriend go through something. We break up boyfriend and girlfriend. Cool. Whatever. But I'm losing my best friend. You know, that's the problem for me. The person that knows me the best, the person knows like, you know, most things about me. They know the thing that I don't want to reteach nobody else. You understand what I'm saying? So those are the kind of things in a relationship. That's what I'm saying. So those are the part of the relationship that are hard for me to lose. When you know somebody so well, you built each other together, been so been together so long. When that's gone, it's like, you know, what I'm saying. So I'm like, uh, I don't, I don't so, like, you know, rebuilding. I, 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 I feel your, your person should be your best friend. Like your your spouse is supposed to be your best fucking friend. Yeah, because you figure if you in a relationship for love, you know, y'all break up, he can go find another girlfriend, you go find another boyfriend, but that friendship y'all developed in it, that's the problem. Like, oh my God, like I'm losing my best friend. Somebody like, lose me. No. TV shows. Like, when you start watching shows with your person, and it's like, oh, who am I supposed to talk to? Like that. Right. So what happened? Right. 
Did you see what you did? That is that's probably like the stress, the probably the most stressful part. You know, I walked in and started watching shows, and now I ain't got nobody to talk about it with. Right. See, my thing is, is uh, I feel like there's no such thing as a perfect relationship. No such thing. Because if y'all have a perfect relationship, no arguments and no nothing, something's wrong there. Somebody's holding something back. It's boring as fuck. Super boring. In in all honesty, in all honesty, though, besides it being boring, some somebody's holding something back. Mm -hmm. Now, um, my ideal relationship is. Hold on, I hear myself echoing. Am I echoing to y'all? No. Okay. So my ideal relationship is like when I'm with someone, they see a side of me that nobody gets to see. They get to see that childish aspect of me. They get to see uh, I do random shit like buy Nerf guns and start shooting up the house. They get you to see to war. You feel mm-hmm. me? You know what I'm saying? They get they get to see like I'm going to war at the house. They get to see that I'm trying a new recipe in the kitchen, and I'm not. I'm not and I'm not ashamed of it. It's like come taste this real quick. Let me tell me what you think of it, and I want your honest opinion. They get to see uh, I'm literally a different person with them because you're my best friend. You're also my best fucking friend. Like now, with that being said, if if I if I go into a relationship and that's my best friend, um, I I always tell people like when I when I'm in a, if I get in a relationship with a woman and I'm like, yo, you're my best friend first. I always tell them like. No matter what happens between us, stay my best friend. Always stay that. Always be that best friend for me. So that, uh, because if we, you know what I'm saying? Relationships go through hardships. Relationships go through hardships and, you know, everything happens in a relationship. But at the end of the day, you know, when, when that person, when that woman hates me the most, I want her to look at it and be like, but that's still my best friend. So let me hear him as a best friend instead of, Hearing them as a uh, uh, hearing them as a a, a, a spouse because when you hear me as a a key point though because like it's certain stuff like some I I feel like when you can disassociate the two like this is my partner but it's also my friend it's certain stuff that you would feel a certain way if it was your partner doing it but if it was your friend doing it you know I'm saying you're not gonna take it as as personal so i feel like in relationships sometimes we have to take that step back and be like all right i'm in i'm in my chest a little bit because it ain't the bro but that's the bro like it's just the bro i sleep in a bed with like that's my person that's supposed to be my person let me let me see what my person was thinking of shout out so that's a little too hard so let's say y'all 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 had these relationships right Mm-hmm. And at one point, this was your best friend. Mm-hmm. Do y'all yeah. keep up with y'all exes? Like, do y'all still check on your exes? Thing, hold on, hold on. That, that ex thing, and I don't know if it's because I'm like in what society we're in right now. I don't, I think the ex is an ex for a reason. I'm so big on that. Like, my ex is my oldest daughter's dad. I don't think if we didn't have a kid, there would be nothing for us to talk about, especially being in a new relationship. I feel like it's a little bit disrespectful to dip back in your past. If there's nothing y'all holding on to, if y'all have nothing in communication with like a child child, or going through a divorce or like something that y'all both had tied together, 
What are we talking about? I'm not the person to say, when we break up, we still friends. I'm not that person. So I feel like when it comes to exes for me, you're an ex for a reason. We're not like, you're ex out my life. There's nothing to talk about. I feel like if me and my daughter's dad didn't have a daughter, we wouldn't be talking. What's there to talk about? You understand what I'm saying? So I feel like, why are we going there? Why, like, you know, relationship I was in before my daughter's dad, we don't have nothing tied, so we don't talk. There's nothing to talk about for me. I, I'm saying for me, because I feel like if we're not together as a couple and we don't have anything tied, then we don't need to talk. Facts. Facts. I agree with you. Like, the only, the only ex that I still, the only ex that I still communicate with is literally my son's mom. Yeah. And for obvious reasons. Exactly. Exactly. Like, granted, this whole past, like, and, and it's crazy, uh, because I SB, I meant to call you about this shit uh yesterday, but uh this whole past week, me and my son's mom, we've been in communication. We 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 trying to, you know, we trying to iron out details, get shit together. But at the end of the day, what she know? You're my ex. So we don't talk relationship statuses. We don't talk none, no, no bullshit. We don't talk no bullshit. It's literally what's best for my son. Now, when my son turns eighteen, or no, I take that back. When my son turns nine, maybe in between that nine and eleven range, and by legal, by legal standards, he can choose where he wants to go. Other than if once he chooses. Hey, bro, you, you know what I'm saying? Me and her ain't got nothing to talk about. Other than, like, it's very simple. Like, okay, if he's with me, uh, you know, send this little bit of money for him. You don't want to send it by all means. Uh, he has a game going on this day. If you can make it, make it. If you can't, whatever. But that's that's where we at. That's literally where we at. Like, we we are, uh, my, my, my son's mom, we are cool. But we don't talk outside of the kids. Uh, real quick. What would you talk about? It's nothing to talk about, honestly. There's nothing. To, okay, so it, it, it's funny because, like, before you before you go in, uh, it's funny because, like, if you literally went over the past six months, and and there's if I if I came to you and told you everything for the past six months, you'll look at me and be like, "Why the fuck are y'all arguing?" And I look at you and be like, "I don't, I don't fucking know." Like, I, I say that every time you say something about it. Exactly. You. you uh, um, SB and uh, Mike, y'all know. You know what I'm saying? I've came to y'all about the situation. What did y'all arguing for? What the fuck did y'all arguing for? Like, and then we y'all hear it, y'all be like, "That's what? a good point, though." Y'all hear it and be like, "What?" Like, she really chose an argument out of that. Yeah, she really did. Yeah. You know? Are you entertaining okay. it? No, I'm not. <laughs> so okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. But okay, so so for me, um, I think. The key word, or it wasn't even a word in it, but the key point of that was like boundaries. Um, I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like I don't hold a conversation with my ex because we do hold like conversations. Uh, but it's boundaries, and once it's 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 getting left field, then it's like. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's it. It's just like you know what I'm that's just it. Because again, like at one point. That was my person. So yeah, like TV shows and certain stuff, it's just like yeah, you still hold it. You still have yeah, you still have certain connections, and it's not like 
Romantic, What's the word? Platonic shit. Yeah, you know, like, like they can be cool, but it's just it, it's it's establishing boundaries. But I think both parties have to expect boundaries, and yeah. I'm not just gonna sit here and trash Atlanta men, but Atlanta men do not respect boundaries. Not all y'all, so don't come <laughs> for my neck. But uh, but it's a nice a uh, nice uh, thing <laughs> that do not respect <laughs> boundaries. Uh, no, so um, I'm, not, I'm not gonna come for your neck because I understand that. Like at one point, I, I'm I'm in the same boat. At one point, I made my ex, my person, like, with everything. When you guys were exes? No, 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 no. Not when we were exes. Like, in a relationship. When we was together, I made that person my person. Like, you know, I talked to her about everything. I came to her about everything. And then when we became exes, though, my thing is when we became exes, like, in the beginning of us becoming exes, that was still my person. Like, we still talked about everything. We still... You know, linked up for our shows. We still, we were still fucking around, all that good shit. Um, but then one day I woke up and was like, "This shit ain't it. Like, I can't do this no more. Like, this is not for me." But see, that's and I made, and I fully made my ex, my ex. Like, we only talk about my son. Like, literally. So I got a problem with something. Only about my son. Now, with me, yeah, because like, what's up? A couple minutes ago, you said like when you when you communicate with her, it's like, you know, what I'm saying he got a game today. If you want to come, cool. If you don't, I, you don't, you don't think you will ever come back and accidentally say that shit in front of the kid? And like, honestly, that that sentence in itself is is gonna say a lot to a kid in front of him if you if you gonna throw that out there. So, so if you asking in that aspect, no, I don't, I don't. Um, one thing I don't do is like when when communicating with her, I do not. Bring that in front of my son, so, because but, but, mainly, but, but, well, 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 mainly because you, man, would you say something to her that you wouldn't say in front of your son? Mainly because, mainly because, like, let's say it's a game situation, right? Like, hey, you know, what I'm saying he got a game or whatever. I don't say that in front of him because I don't want my son's hopes to get up. <clears throat> SB, you've known, like, you know, like I know, like I've told you this. I've uh, done situations and I've had handled situations to where uh, I have built my son up to be like, yeah, your mom's going to be there. Your mom's there for you. So th- th- and then she broke his fucking heart. I, get, I, I get don't it, do bro. that because I don't want his heart broken. I get it, bro. But what I'm saying is it, it, it's everything falls in with the line of communication. And the one thing I don't want you to do is my big brother, bro. And you giving me a lot of advice. I don't want you to say that, say that one sentence behind your son's back. And you wouldn't say it in his face, mainly because it's gonna be a day where it come across, and you actually say that same line, and it's like, damn, he don't heard it by mistake because you didn't even you didn't even know you said it, but it was how you worded it. And, and honestly, we humans, we don't pay attention to a lot of shit we say. But if you it, and I learned this from dealing with Kaya, you know what I'm saying? Like my communication right. with her, like nigga, we was dogging each other out every chance we got. But then it got to a point like, nigga, why the fuck am I still arguing with somebody I don't love? Nigga, like it don't make hey, sense. Hey, as hell. I can't, no, I, bring, I, I can't continuously bring that negative energy and then add in some little supplemental little little punches or jabs and shit, and it, it just keeps shit going because every day we're doing some little petty shit. Like, I say something, you say something back, and, and it regardless of how anybody feels about it, like, that statement in itself could be so fucking reactive. You know what I mean? Like, you could say that shit in front of Cam one day by mistake, and he's like, damn, dad, like, I know you, you and mine don't get along, but now mm-hmm. you also set a precedent. But what you also got to understand is, bro, if she's going to say that she's going to go somewhere, 
it's gonna hurt you, bro. And I, I know because if I say something to Journey or Kai, uh, or Kaya say something to Journey, and she like, you know, what I'm saying he got this game coming up. I bet I'm gonna come. Once that parent commits to that that sentence and says I'm coming, don't make it your responsibility to make an explanation for that parent. It's gonna hurt you. It's gonna be hard. But she gotta explain that at the end of the day. I understand you don't want to get his hopes up, but tell him the truth. Anything that she tell you is it is a a real truth, but it's her truth too. But if she's going to tell you that truth and tell you to pass that information mm-hmm. over to your son, make it her responsibility to, to take part in telling telling your son, y'all son, what the fuck happened and why she didn't show up when she said, I'm going to commit to showing up for you. And if she continues mm-hmm. to do it, it's going to eventually be, it's going to be his responsibility to decide, do I want mommy around? Do I want daddy around? What do I want for myself? Because when you become that 9, 10, 11 year old child, you can say what you want to say. Now, now, with that, yourself, that, put your son in the wrong light, and I also don't want you to slip up and no, say no, 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 thing, no. I, I, I get you, I get you a hundred percent. That's why I, but at the same time, that's why I don't say that's a certain shit around him because uh, my son's gonna figure out everything for himself. As me, me and you have talked personally, and you, I've told you how I'm starting to see that shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. So that being said, like the one thing I ain't gonna do. The one thing I ain't gonna do is uh I'm not I'm never ever in my life in this thing we call life never if will I ever talk down on his mother in front of him because it's not my it's, I don't want him to choose that based on what I said I want him to choose that based on what he knows so I don't I don't say certain things around him like I'm a hundred percent honest with my son. Until that aspect comes up, like I'm not like with that one. I'm like, I right, yeah, you know what I'm saying, blah blah blah, whatever, whatever. And I and I make up some bullshit for him because I don't like I said, I don't want his heart to get built up. I don't want him to be like, yeah, mommy's coming, and then she don't come, and then now he's looking at me like, do you think it's gonna be hard? Where's mommy? Again, I understand him and Journey same age. Do you think it's gonna be harder yeah. for him to learn that now, or do you think it's gonna be harder for him to learn it when he gets older? Because at, when he's older, he's already hey. built up a level of resentment. But at least I you think, can start kind of making him understand a little bit. Well, oh, I don't allow him to build resentment. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I make sure, like no matter what, I make sure that he has a great relationship with his mom. I make sure that he calls her. I make sure he talks to her and all that good shit. Um, if when whenever whatever conversation they have, that's them. Like if she explains to him why she didn't come, that's on her. That's that's their conversation. I don't. I don't. Huh. I ain't gonna lie, my mom my mom said some like real shit the other day. And it's when you have an ex and y'all have a kid, first off, I feel like you shouldn't communicate with an ex unless y'all have a kid. Other than that, I don't care. The fuck you talking to you? But, other thing that could be tied that y'all should talk for, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, I, I get it. But but y'all, uh, I, I once y'all have a kid, it's uh, I get that. I get that. Whatever you got going on is what you got going on, and whatever I got going on, what I got going on. See, that's my question. How do you? Okay, so you go from spending three, four, five years with a person, and y'all lives are infused. How do you, when you break up, y'all just instantly cut that connection? Well, only because at that point, what does it matter if we spend seven, ten years together? What does it? Why is my daughter in the camera? What does it matter? What we got going on? We break up today from being together seven years. 
Why do I want to know what you're doing in the week? Why are we talking about what, you know, how, how, what's going on in the month? I don't think at that point it matters. We went our separate ways for a reason. So are we halfway right. on our but separate ways? I'm saying like when y'all lives infuse, right? So like you spend so much time with somebody, y'all lives well, that, that, infuse. That, like, in, in, that, in that ratio, it doesn't matter. So then, it doesn't. So, then it's, so what I'm saying is that instant like soon as we done that's it no more communication like because that's why then you, you put yeah. off that, that that vulnerable space yeah. then it's okay don't invite them to christmas dinner mama like this you, you got to tell everybody like it's called grieving don't, it's don't called let me bring them around like yeah because when you cut me off my family's cut off too my kids cut off for me it's harder to cut off. them ties like not not saying like I think I want to be with this person I'm an empath like extending well, it all the branch like it doesn't come sudden. We're not going to date for seven years and tomorrow I'm going to wake up like, I don't want to be with you. It doesn't come sudden. Something had to build up over time till when you get to your breaking point. And when it does come to a break, like you just know you're done, it came from something that was over time. So the breakup ain't as hard. It ain't like it's a sudden thing where you just wake up and be like, oh, we're done. Seven years way, down, no more talking. Is this by way of a, 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 a bad energy breakup? Like, is this like y'all saying like, I can't fuck with this person no more, like completely leave his family out and everything if the breakup if the breakup happened on bad terms, or are we also talking about or accommodating for people who break up on good terms? Because if I if I break up with somebody and it's just like it's it just wasn't it wasn't supposed to be no relationship. It don't matter if it's a couple months or a couple years. Like some people just break up and it's just like I don't think we were supposed to be together. I think we were actually supposed to be friends, but we we kind of made it something else, and we didn't really understand. I could still be friends with somebody. That's almost like having sex with somebody and saying you would never talk to them again because nothing about them interests you. At some point, they interest you. You can't just like just say completely. I, I just don't want to fuck with this person. Like if I'm if I'm cool with you, we got together, we started dealing with each other, we started moving forward. We realized it just wasn't it. Why is it why is it such a bad thing for us to still be cool? Like we ain't crossing no. Boundaries. I think it doesn't become a bad thing until you move forward in another situation. That's when you say an ex. I always think of it as in another situation. So we're together and we break up and we both move forward with someone else. That's the only time I I find it to be detrimental to speak like i think that's disrespectful to the new situation now if we break up and then months down the line we're both single and we choose to engage and hey how you been you know those kind of conversations cool it's platonic it's regular that is the person you spend some time with you understand what i'm saying but if if we together in six months down the road we both in new relationships then there is nothing for us to talk about i don't need to know how you doing or what's going on your well-being you know what i'm saying like that's just how i look at things yeah i guess my other question is like i'm a very open person like taking the test to it we're best friends. If mm-hmm. I was to get in a new relationship, me and Kay have never done anything. But if I was to get in a new mm-hmm. relationship, the first thing I bring up is, yo, Kay Giannis is my best friend. Are you cool with mm-hmm. females being friends? Females and males being friends? Ebony's my other best friend. Y'all cool with me having girl best friends? We're strictly platonic. We never kissed, never hunched, never fucked, never did nothing. If oh, you I'm kind of a conversation within itself. What? No, because that is the conversation. That is the first thing. Where, like when I tell people that Justice is my best friend, that is like such a taboo that everybody and their mama believe that men and women cannot be platonic friends. Yeah, and I just like, like that is like my brother. Like, like he could have came out my mama. <laughs> like, the funny thing is, the, the funny thing is, is me and SB. Uh, we did an episode uh, where we talked about. You know, best friends that were the, of the opposite sex, and he mentioned you. And I, the first thing I asked, yeah, you was you was definitely you know what I'm saying do your time, gang gang. Uh, 
We we but me and SB uh me and SB we talked and the first thing I asked him I said like offer it because I, I want to get the formalities out. I said, hey, did y'all mess around? No. And then I told him about my best friend. And he was like, did y'all mess around? Not at all. Yeah, but but, it, but why does that have to be a question? I don't know. Because <laughs> I that a thing? Like, and I get why it's a thing, but it's like as, I should have to explain my friendship. <laughs> as best friends, right? Y'all tell each other everything, right? Yeah, a lot. Mm-hmm. And y'all talk all the time. Yeah. Not all the time, yeah, but yeah. Time. We probably talk like once a month. Time, yeah, so. so the time that y'all put into y'all best friend relationship is outside of it looked as oh shit, like they close, like I mean, yeah, but I mean, yeah, but that's so insecure. That's so insecure. You, you understand? Like, no, no, no. And the only reason not, the only it reason is I know insecure. It's insecure it is, because there's the thing that sometimes men, just like, okay, for a great example, this podcast, men and women blending conversation to get different aspects of whatever's going on. It don't have to be nothing sexual, nothing romantic. It's just two opposite genders getting the, op- the opposite point of view. I have a male best friend, and I think our relationship shows. There's nothing romantic there. There was never nothing romantic. It shows in our relationship. Atomically just best friends. Right. Huh? And, and and justice is is brutally honest with me. Like like I think when you have women as friends, they're honest, but they want to soften the blow. Justice gonna mm-hmm. shoot it straight out. Like that's it. If if I come to justice with a problem, justice is not gonna be like, oh, I see why you're doing what you're doing. You right. Justice is gonna be like, what the fuck are you doing? You dead ass wrong. Well, how come when, when men and women are best one. friends, would they, no one asks that question about females being best friends or males being best friends. If a woman and a man's best friend, they close and they communicate all the time. How come the question's never that with your girlfriend or your boyfriend? And or your a lot friend? of girls like, out here licking coochies, yeah, okay? Like, that's what I'm saying. So that, that becomes like, now it's like a stereotype. Like men and women, it's always question whether about their friendship. But I got homegirls that I'm real close to that we kiki all the time. We ain't never question are we doing it? Or my boyfriend's best friend, they love each other. And I don't know whenever questions are they romantic. Like it, it I don't understand Heart the insecurity factor? of a woman and a man not being platonic. Ooh, so yeah. my thing is my I like thing that is, word insecurity. My, my my thing is SB one uh justice is he's that guy. Justice is that guy, like no matter what, because just like he's your best friend and he tells you that bullshit. He gonna tell me that same shit. Like, there's not a day that I've called Justice and be like, "Yo, bro, li- listen to this situation." Justice be like, "All right, so I heard you. Well, why the fuck are you not doing this?" You know what I'm saying? But but we we but we have that we we have that relationship because at the same time, Justice will call me and be like, "Bro, let me tell you about this," and I'll be like, "Bro, what That's the fuck?" I'll be telling him. He'll be seeing his shit sometimes, and I'll be like, "If this was me, you know what you would be saying to me right now." No, the thing is, the thing is, is Justice always, he always listens to me. He always listens to me. When I tell him, like, when I'm on his ass and I'll be like, yo, bro, what you on, bro? Then nigga be like, all right, bet, bro, I got you. That's that, that's his exact response. All right, bet, bro, I got you. And, and he, he moves accordingly. But at the same time, but at the same time, uh, when I do it with my best friend, like now my best friend, we're we're super brutally honest. She calls me all the time and she's like, yo, I got a relationship, blah, blah, blah. And I'll be like, that ain't the nigga for you. Off rip. Ooh. I don't know nothing about the nigga. That ain't the nigga for you. 
That sounds like you mean? Just, me, what you mean he ain't the nigga for you? I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it a band with you. As the nigga that I am, how niggas run, how niggas walk, how niggas talk, that ain't the nigga for you. Oh, you sound like Justin. I just wrote this shit down, bro. I bullshit you not. I just wrote this shit down. <laughs> I said a nigga know a nigga knows when he's in uh, dangerous territory. It doesn't like if me and you got platonic best friends as females. If another nigga stepped in and he felt like you have more value than him, or even if y'all not have a sense, if you have any indication of any more value than what he can offer her, he's going to immediately feel intimidated. It's awful. Oh, so that's where you're saying like, the insecurity oh, comes yeah, from? Yeah, I'm saying he's just, yeah. he's just oh, insecure. To be, to be devil's advocate, females have the same thing. Of course. Okay, I mean, so wait, no before, limit, before you no go there, before you go there, before you, that, that was like a great freaking point. So my boyfriend has a home girl. I ain't gonna say that's his best friend, but they're close. That I just I, I can't rock with. Now he has a he has a best friend female that they've been friends for years. They slept in the same bed, head to foot. Like I have no issues with her. Like they're platonically friends. He has this other home girl that the bitch just keep doing stuff a little bit more than what a friend should do. So have I th- thought they went there? No. But is there signs that she indicates that she's doing too fucking much as his friend knowing that we're in a relationship? Yeah. And that's where the line gets drawn to where men and women's friendships become a question. Now, like I said, he has a female friend. There's a couple female friends that you just know they never went there. They're platonically friends. Yeah, okay. I'm not wanting to be insecure, but you do have women or men that tend to cross the line that are the example of why women and men being friends look funny a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Now, I have a male best friend. He's lived with us. He knows my, my family very well. Him and my boyfriend are super cool. You can tell by our friendship that there's nothing romantic. But people... So I got a challenge for you. I got a challenge for you. No, I got a challenge for you. He's gonna try to talk to you. He's gonna try to talk to Sam, if anything. It doesn't matter. I, I introduced him to Sam. That's what I'm saying. I George was my friend years before I met Sam. As my best friend, him being a male, you know, it, that question being a rose, you can tell in me and George's friendship that that's my best friend. But my my boyfriend has a female friend. That they slept head to foot together. They'll talk on the phone. Like they, you can tell in their friendship, they're platonically friends as a male and a woman. I was going to Justice's point that sometimes, as the opposite sex, that some people do cross that line, or as a burnside point, that some people do cross that line in friendship that question why men and women being friends look funny. That's all I'm saying. I don't want to see everything come from insecurity. The thing is, everybody knows who they have around them. If you know somebody's attracted, Women know when a nigga's attracted to them. Niggas know when women are attracted to them. It's not Thank that fucking hard. Thank if you keep the motherfucker it. around, right. you know that motherfuckers don't like that. The other point that I was gonna make is sometimes you just gotta realize like it. Every every territory has a different a different boundary line, right? So if I know mm-hmm. that Victoria actually fucks with me, I'm I'm probably gonna stay away from it if I got a girlfriend because I know mm-hmm. she's gonna do something. Time she hears anything bad happen in my relationship. And that's that's like, your role as the middle person to do that. Right. That's right. But see, the other so, thing is, so it's, so it's, it's a, ironic how I have, a, is, I have a challenge for y'all. Okay, Jock. I have a challenge for y'all. Right. Um. Y'all, y'all two can't do it. Or y'all can do it. Y'all can do it. But y'all, 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 y'all can do it. SB and you. Oh. Oh, so, but I mean, but y'all can do it with other friends. So I have a challenge for y'all. It's it's, it's very simple. Okay. Is uh everybody has a, a best friend that's of the opposite sex, correct? No. Oh, I know what you're finna go. I was gonna hit that point. <laughs> I know what you're gonna do. <laughs> oh, if, if if you have a best friend of the opposite sex, I want you to go to them like and be like, you know, XYZ. 
Like, you know, me and my significant other broke up, blah, 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 you know, confide in them and watch their response. My best well, friend, I've done that. I've done well, it. Well, my, my, my best response. So, so my best friend just, he was staying with, he's um, transitioning out the Navy and he's getting a job in Virginia. So he was staying with us like the past four or five weeks. Yeah, yeah and, I know about that. Right. My, that's been my best friend before I met Sam. Like four years before I met Sam, and I've talked to Sam about him, you know, for years before they actually officially met. And now, you know, him living with us, he's seen me and Sam. You talking about so many times that, huh? You talking about George? Yeah, y'all know George. So many times that. Burns, I know George. George, no George. No, I thought you talking about Ernest. Oh no, that's different. He's gay. George. Me and Sam has been through things that George has witnessed that I've had conversations with George about, you know, outside of Sam's presence that I told, you know, vent to him as my friend and also vent to him as a male figure. Like, how would you feel or, you know, give me a man's point of view about blah, 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 that he's had conversations with me on the side and he's had conversations with George on the side. Nah, George ain't going for none of that. But George is a very, he sounds like Justice. Like, I've never had a one-on-one with Justice, but he sounds like Justice by being very straightforward. He's not biased because he's my friend. He's not biased because he just met. He's very to the point. Look, you fucked up. Or look, you're wrong. You know, kind of thing. And that's the kind of friend I need to surround myself with because I don't want to be around somebody that's just going to tell me what I want to hear because you're my friend. Facts. Now, now, like, and, and, I, and I can tell y'all this, with my, uh, with my old lady, we were best friends first. Uh, it was me who pushed the issue, not her. It was me. When the situation popped off, when the situation popped off, like, don't get me wrong, when the situation, she used to tell me everything, like, literally, list it down. Like, she used to be like, yo, you know, especially when I first joined the Navy, she was like, yo, hook me up with one of your Navy homies. She was like that. And I was like, all right, bet. And then one of those days popped off, and I was like, nah. Fuck that. It's fuck me. Fuck, fuck the like, Navy. Uh-uh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it, nah, nah, it's me. What you want is me. So whole, <laughs> what you just said, I'm going to jump into a whole nother conversation. So, before doing that, stay tuned for part three. They love us, y'all. They love us. Definitely going to need it. It's how we love them. They love being here. We definitely y'all a vibe or whatever. 